So Darius was went on. on an adventure. Yeah. So I was uh, a guest on the Shonen Jump podcast. They did a special JoJo's only episode. Because Darius is maybe not equipped to talk about other Shonen Jump <laughs> I, am, I am absolutely not. They, they asked me ahead of time. They were like, so what Shonen Jump anime do you, uh, or like, you or like manga Phantom do you know? You were like Phantom Blood, Battle <laughs> Tendency? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stardust Crusaders. Uh, but they were great. Uh, it was it was really great to be a guest on their show. Uh, uh so you can tune in on November 20th. It's their November 20th episode of the Shonen Jump podcast. Basically, you'll hear a bunch of JoJo nerds talking about JoJo's, uh, and uh, and it's pretty great. But weirdly, it is not this podcast. It's, not, it's, not, it's not this podcast, but I can guarantee you we're going to get into some very deep lore about the greatest male asses in the I'm history really of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm really excited to hear this episode so... of the Shonen Jump podcast. Also, I feel like... If I start listening to the Shonen Jump podcast, I might actually keep listening to the Shonen Jump podcast <laughs> because, because Eli, you are someone fucking love yeah. Shonen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hunter X Hunter. That's a that's a uh, Shonen Jump property. So. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're someone who's just like digging yourself deeper and deeper into that well uh, every day. Shonen is the fucking best. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so check that out. Listen to Darius, um, be Darius, Aww. and and enjoy. Uh, so yeah, Shonen Jump podcast november 20th get into it tune in yay hey you may have noticed that we just started recording our third season of this podcast which, which is, is crazy it's very incredible it's awesome. <laughs> i don't know how we got here but we did uh, by sitting still for a long time yeah. fair <laughs> so to commemorate that we have a few different uh, things to give away, uh, some Jojo of which... related things, which yes. are like really good things. We could, yeah, we could give away just like random stuff, but we we thought maybe we should give away Jojo content. Um, many of which have actually been contributed by the nice folks at Viz Media, so we're passing them along to you, our to, listeners. Yes. So if you would like to enter the giveaway, we will be tweeting something with the hashtag yeah. uh, hashtag Nesting Jotaro, and we'll <laughs> so, have that. So- so if you spot the hashtag nesting Jotaro on the Explain JoJo Twitter account, you hit that retweet button and you will be entered for this cool stuff. Yeah, for cool things. Yes. Um, like and really, really, really good things. Yeah, like nice, like legit high quality things. stuff. Yeah, um, like so yeah. not not bad things. I promise we don't. <laughs> we try not to give stuff. This is not like a white elephant like gift exchange. No, this is this is for real. (laughs) So yeah, so that's keep an eye on our Twitter account uh, in order to participate and 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 you too can nest like Jotaro in your home, acquire (laughs) items and fill your home with items you love. I actually assume all our listeners are in jail, so (laughs) so it's pretty much on theme. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer. It's a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. My name is Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Darius Kazemi. We're here to talk to you about the most important man in the world, Jotaro Kujo. Um, we're also here to talk about the most important vampire in the world. Yes. And that's, he's the most important vampire in the world because the world has completely changed and now he's the only vampire left. <laughs> yeah. right. Vampires no longer exist. Lots of things have changed. No, there's there's a vampire. We meet a vampire later on. Oh, there are vampires that he makes. He makes yeah, some. that's true. But Listen. like vampires have gone into it. They've gone extinct. Right. Because there's no more stone masks, right? It's season three. So. Yeah. And my notes for this episode open with time for a retcon. My notes open with the retconning begins. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, if you don't know what a retcon <laughs> is, welcome. It's it's 2017. Retroactive continuity. 
it means where you're in the middle of telling a story and then you go, wait a minute, what if? I'm going to go back and change something that's already, I'm trying to think of like a good. What if Angel sired Spike? Right. I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> Which to Which is what actually yeah. happened. To my knowledge it comes from the like Marvel and DC comics uh yeah. you know worlds um where they will do the thing where it's like, "Oh, okay, um we're going to reboot the universe yeah, yeah. and also, you know, the Flash was never this person. It was this other person or Right. It's whatever. like going back and overwriting plot that you yourself don't agree with anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It so like it's like, that. oh, I need this character to be evil, so I'm going to rewrite everything that they did up to this point as having an evil motivation. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's like we're just not going to talk about that thing. Yeah, and it's it's kind of, it's a meta thing, so it's not in the story where like like no one's ever going to yeah, mention this. Right. It's a specific thing that people do outside, like the author does. It's not yeah. something that happens in the story. Yeah. And so clearly, Hirohiko Araki was like. Dio was fantastic. We need him back. Yeah, Hirohiko Araki missed Dio. Just like we all do. Yeah. Dio had spent so much time trying to put his head <laughs> onto Jonathan Joestar's body. He'd practiced so hard. He went to head head application Transplant school. school. Yeah. Um, he'd done all that head swapping with yeah. all those weird animals. Cat owls and owl and human dogs and human dogs. dogs. And, and, and he was like... I just need. He, I think he finally realized, like, I should pay off some of my fucking plot lines, and that was one, one at least. That yeah, one, that one, yeah. and he picked the right one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so I mean, for also he he picked the one that let us stay with the only good thing about Jonathan Joestar, which is Dio, his, his which body, is his body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is his boyfriend. Um, both. Why not both? <laughs> Uh, so a family can just be Jonathan Joseph's body, body and Dio's head, head. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually their son. And yeah. so we get the idea <laughs> suddenly when they tell the story of the wreck off the coast of the Canary Islands and this this box, this unusually long box. There is no mention of how Arena survived no. in the coffin because that's not important no. anymore. What's Rocky important is gaslighting you. Yeah. But yeah. we're here to tell you that you're not crazy. It really is totally different yep. from yep. Yep. the story yep. you were. Where did this coffin come from? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's fine. Uh, it came it. from the necessity of Dio surviving with his head attached to Jonathan's body. Yes. Yep. I would really like to know, like, did he sew his head onto Jonathan's body, like, using his, like, what kind of, like, fibers did he use? Did he use his veins yeah, as I think thread? Just, they, I think his body grew onto Jonathan's. Yeah. With yeah. homosexuality and willpower. Right. Oh, I think, <laughs> no, I, no, but I think it's... <laughs> but That's what gay sex is. That's the future <laughs> liberals want. Sl slightly more seriously, I think it's those tendrils that were coming out of the bottom of his neck. I think they, they just they just grafted. But like, yeah. he has like... He has a scar. scar. Yeah, he has a scar. But I like, think they're still... He, well, he's got a... He has the gay deformity scar now. Do you think that... It's he, not going to be on his like, face. But like, did he sew the skin together? And if so, did he use... Thread? And if so, what thread? <laughs> I'm saying, like, did he use his veins as thread? Oh, no. I See, I was thinking of it as just, like, the skin naturally okay. drawing together because they were yeah. MFEO. What? What? Meant for each other. Sorry, oh, wow. that's a that's oh, wow. a long right. throwback <laughs> fandom term. Wow. I thought we were having, like, some sort of Elmau moment. No, no, meant for each other. <laughs> so, we okay, have this, so, so we have this boat. 
So you have a boat. We have an empty coffin. We have we have Elis, as you were saying earlier. It's it's Dracula again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, we have yeah. we have three sailors. I just want to point out in at least in the anime, the shirtless sailor on this boat <laughs> has like the muscles of three different people, <laughs> like just like all I didn't notice in this one. Yeah, he's just, he's just he's bulging everywhere. <laughs> he's like a he's like a gem person. Like he's yeah. just, he's just it's a very intense musculature on all the sailors. Yeah. They're like very, very like, ripped. Rocky goes hard. Yeah. For this for this arc, normally one of us takes turns reading the manga and telling the rest of us manga facts. This time we're all reading it. Yeah. I volunteered. I don't know why you two are doing it. Because some lovely human beings on the internet bought me some of the volumes off Aww. my Amazon wish list. Aww, you so I have them. them. I yeah. fin dumbed. You people, I love you. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I have a couple of them, and therefore I want to read it. Also, I've heard. Also, I I hate Stardust Crusaders. And so you're trying to like flip well, it. Well, and and I know people people who who really love Stardust Crusaders whose tastes I don't think is are horrible. So I'm like maybe, and, and then they always say read the manga. So I'm like, well, yeah, all right. Cool. I'll give it a shot. And I then guess. you can argue with them more effectively. Yeah, and then I can prove yeah. to you that it's bad. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So we flash forward to 1988, Jotaro Kujo in a jail cell. Jotaro Kujo in jail where cell. Where he belongs. Where he completely belongs. <laughs> um, so Jotaro, like, God, there's so, I guess, so much. So the first thing I want to say, uh, just structurally, this episode almost entirely takes place in a jail cell or the hallway immediately outside of the jail cell. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think it's really interesting also that the animation team was, I guess for Stardust Crusaders, they were like, oh, we have a budget now. Yeah. And it's so obvious right away. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we're just going to like blow our wad on this first episode. <laughs> there's a lot of CG. There's a lot of CG. There's, a, there's also a lot, a lot of, of wad blowing. Yeah. There's a lot of um, not just CG, but like. It's almost like there's like a hand camera following yes. around yeah. uh, Holly for a bunch of it. Yeah, um, and and I think and that, like turning around her face, showing right. The angles and part of, it. of part of that is I think just to keep it dynamic, even though because there's no change yeah. of scenery for ninety percent of the episode. It does. It feels very like alive, and I I will say in the manga, I found some of the action sequences early on before a lot of the full fighting starts to actually be kind of confusing. So I think they did a really good job adapting this i mean i will just say Araki's action sequences are almost always confusing yeah i feel like jajolian the current arc is like the first time he's really consistently learned to draw an action sequence in a way that makes sense i think that is true so jodoro is he's in jail <laughs> we find out he's in jail because his mother holly who is joseph joestar's daughter um, so it, as always, it is skipped a generation. I think a lot skipped generation so with Holly. Um, <laughs> I don't care about her as a person, but she is a problematic ass character. Yeah, there's just a lot going on. She there. is poorly written. Yeah, like, poorly written. Um, but like Holly has this very weird, skewed perspective on Jotaro, kind of. So it's like her vision of him is is this like very good straight laced boy, and she always maintains that he's a very sweet boy. And Holly has this huge blind spot to Jotaro's actual personality. Yeah, she's a mom. She's an anime mom. Yeah, she does. And she's a big case of the anime moms. Yeah. Not like the not a terminal case of the anime moms. <laughs> she's not like not, she, not, she, not yet. yet. Not yet. <laughs> but 
she she definitely um, is always like, oh, he's my good boy. And then he'll just be like, shut up, bitch. Right. Ex- <laughs> but- except that's only on like the conscious level because like when she shows up to the police department, Exactly. Right? Like the first things out of her mouth is she's like, So how many people did he kill? So it's like <laughs> on some level she knows what she raised. Like yeah. I feel like if this was in America, it would be like we need to talk about Jotaro. You know, like it's just <laughs> We do. We do. I mean I do. But I mean, like... that's, that's what this podcast is just called from now on. <laughs> Part of why I love him is like people keep being like, Well, Jotaro's the strong silent type. And I'm like, he is not strong and silent. He's like, neither well, he's strong. He's strong. He's strong. Yeah. <laughs> he is not silent. And he's like extremely extremely violent he's very angry and he lashes out a lot and i really enjoy that because i find that very <laughs> cathartic yeah he um, has a lot of like deep-seated issues that he really needs to work out in therapy right yeah. but literally the first one of the them f- is how gay he is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's the that's kind right. of the big one I, I think that if he could just hold his boyfriend's hand in public he might feel work through some of that yeah yep. yeah i agree yeah. i mean i i do love that our actual introduction to jotaro kujo is a smash cut to him being like shut up you bitch to his mom yeah like that's that's everything you need to know about jotaro essentially in that one shot basically well and like i again it's like i think that this is a really good character introduction to him is that he won't leave the jail cell because he thinks he's possessed by an evil spirit. And so to keep other people safer, he's like, no, I need to stay here. I'm possessed and it keeps bringing me things. Which, yeah. yes. we can go in on everything it brings him in a second. <laughs> um, but he's also like clearly still kind of shitty. Because like it's like he's not not using the shit it brings him. Yeah. Like he shotguns the beer it brings him. And he's kind of, I mean, he's similar to Joseph, to young Joseph. Where it's like he's not. A nice person, but he's not evil. Right. Right. Something that I really like about the manga. Um, so I'm, in the case this is not obvious, I'm like horny on main for Jotaro Kujo. Um, <laughs> and I didn't realize that I could have stronger feelings about that. And then I read the manga. And so everybody in the manga in the beginning is uh, very off model. <laughs> <laughs> That's true about every arc. Um, yeah. It always takes a few issues for Araki to like figure out what his actual, not just like like physical model for the characters are, but also like what their personalities are. Yeah, but like yeah. he really like, I mean, there's kind of Tama Finland, and then there's Jotaro Kujo's original draw, like art style. <laughs> he's wearing like, a lot of mascara too, which I appreciate. He's yeah, he's very long eyelashed. His costume like is just incredible. Like the original hat. I already liked his hat, but like the original hat has a safety pin through it and is pierced and there's a lot of extra stitching and safety pins on his schoolboy uniform. And he's just really way more punked up and like he's got way looser high water pants and very delicate ankles. Yeah, tiny feet. Um, still not wearing the socks, so still a slut. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he has um, slutty ankles. Jotaro is canon. Yeah, um, no socks means you're a slut gentlemen i don't know <laughs> if you're aware of that but that's the rule that's i don't make the rules yeah, no, that's but that's true. the rule um but yeah so that. his and he's got this like really wide bangle bracelet on i like his jewelry away. yeah god it's just like it's magnificent um his fashion is good <laughs> for, for now it gets less good because it just gets like like it's streamlined because yeah. it's like clearly also his collar goes up like yeah his collar at this point is like 
like you can almost see nip. Yeah, like it's it's like it's weird because like that that t shirt that he wears that has the weird decorative strap. It's like actually it starts out as a very low cut tank top, and that decorative strap is almost a modesty thing. Like it's holding <laughs> it up. So I mean, just like a lot of things really change, um, and it's very clear very early on that Araki's like, I'm not drawing all of these studs and piercings over and over and over again, and they're gone by like the third issue. Yeah. <laughs> so he Can- he smooths it out. <laughs> But I miss it. I miss you, original horny punk Jotaro. While we're on the topic of his outfit, can we talk about his hat? (sighs) Okay. So the thing about Jotaro's hat is that, first of all, his hat in these early chapters is not canon. No. Because it's it's tiny. It's not part of his body. Yeah. It actually, even in the anime, he takes it off. Yeah. To try and shoot himself. Jotaro taking off his hat, dear listeners is body horror because <laughs> it has been it has been confirmed by Araki in interviews that Jotaro's hat is actually a part of his body and he was born with it. Yeah. It's, as attached to his body. Because if you look at it how it's drawn in the anime, it's like his <laughs> the front of his head begins with like a bill and a hat as one would understand hats and then it becomes a sort of weird house of leaves style it fades into his hair yeah. event <laughs> like where does the oh, hat end and, I, and, I and the this, hair begin i think this lends credence to the fact that holly's <laughs> thoughts about jotaro are incorrect because yeah, when she remembers him as a kid he doesn't have a hat on um and and that's like obviously, and that's not obviously true. not true. He clearly had it from birth, and um, which is maybe part of why she's so screwed up because yeah, that was she had to give birth to a child, to a child wearing part a hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever a situation where Jotaro's hat gets removed, just remember that what you're seeing is something very dark and fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> because it is like as if somebody cut the top of your skull off and threw it on the ground. Right. But yeah, so yeah, Jotaro takes his hat off as part of demonstrating how intense and for real he is about his evil spirit. Look, um, I'm going to take off this part of my body to show you. <laughs> um, well, because he steals the cop's gun and he shoots himself in the head with it to prove that his evil spirit to prove will that, stop the that bullet. Persona 3 was inspired by Stardust Crusaders. Yes. Yeah. I think we could do like a breakdown of the th- the objects that Jotaro, via his psychic projection, uh, Star Platinum, decided to get brought to him in his jail cell. Yeah. Um, and we can, like, they, they cut it down in the anime, but I think the manga is... Let's read from the... Let's go, let's go from the manga, since we yeah, have just because we have these the pictures laid out. So we have, I mean, the thing that's most notable and that's still in the anime is the remote control car. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what you can do with that? I don't know. I like the office chair, like the swivel <laughs> chair. I like the books about, like, the occult and ESP. And yeah, I, I do like that because he's clearly researching what the hell is going on with him. I like that he put, like, a classroom clock up on the wall. In jail. I like the guitar. I like all of it, honestly. Yeah, he has the a stationary bike and weights. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just, I love him so much. A I love classy table. I love hanging out. A French press, single mm-hmm. serving French press. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to go with the beer. <laughs> Yeah, well, the French press is for the morning. <laughs> Look at this other like desk lamp he has. Like, yeah, like, I love the desk clamped lamp. Clamped to the uh, mm-hmm. to the to the bars. The bars. Pretty stylish desk. Kind of moved in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's a little bit you know, a U-Haul situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. 
No, yeah, he's just he's listening to a boombox reading Shonen Jump, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what he's doing when they find him. <laughs> yeah, and so then uh, Holly taps in her dad for help with getting right and her so Jotaro out of so jail. her dad Joseph Joestar, everyone's yep. friend from from last season, who lived, who yep. lived, the Yay. JoJo who lived. So she basically calls her dad and is like, you need to help out. This is just not happening. And so we, it cuts to him arriving at the airport. And he's like, I'll absolutely fly over, uh, you know, halfway around the world within 24 hours just to, you know, because it's it's clear that he's like doting over his daughter. He'll yes. do. And he, th- he clearly also thinks his daughter's son is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and, but, but he'll do anything for Holly. And. <laughs> including patronize her all the time. And he um and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I just told Susie, his wife. Uh, I just told Susie it was a it was a Joestar family real estate uh business trip." Yeah, cuz he has the Joestar real estate agency. And also Joseph and Susie's marriage sucks it's ass. Terrible. Like why wouldn't he be like, "Oh, yeah, it's a family like our family." May- well, she might want to come with him then look, and then is... he couldn't go with his boyfriend Abdul. Look, this is this is one <laughs> I mean, this is the first of many, many instances where the shittiness of Joseph and Susie Q's marriage is an important like plot instigator yeah. for so the JoJo universe. The web of lies. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Even just in this series, it's yeah. like the number of times he like has yep. to lie to her about like why he's still traveling and, he just and does where they're not going. Give a shit. Like no. he never like he's never like maybe I shouldn't be lying to my wife about literally everything I do yeah Yeah. like no that's just the relationship because like spoilers he's gonna be gone for like two months I mean knowing knowing (laughs) Susie Q she's probably also lying to him about everything that she's doing since she fucking lied to him like like from the jump like from the beginning of their relationship yeah. yeah But can we please go back to the Joestar real estate agency? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We need to explore um, this. Because also he lives in New York. So like Joseph decided to stay in New York and start a real estate agency. And I think we all know what... What that's a front for? Yeah, like what part of... What piece of land he's definitely managing. Yeah, the Ogre Street Cemetery in Larchmont, New York. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> yep. But yeah, like I'm just like, what are you doing? Especially if it's like you have the money to like fly to fucking Japan on like last. Can you minute. imagine Joseph Joestar like giving you a tour of an open house? I assume it's commercial real estate. I know, but but yes. <laughs> Can you though? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> and let's. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's obviously just like a front to keep him busy while like he obviously just has all the money that he wants from the International Pirate Corporation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure Speedwagon. Slash Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, I'm sure they just, they were like, you punched God. You get to just kind of hang out. (laughs) So that's Joseph's life, you know, post. Yeah, he's in real estate. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Joseph gets to the precinct, immediately beats up the cops. And then Jotaro steals the pinky off of Joseph's fake hand, which I we get lore on later, but like Joseph has a... He has, very, a, he has a Luke Skywalker mechanical yeah, hand. Yeah, incredibly detailed mechanical hand. It's super cool. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, then we meet Avdal, Joseph's side piece. Yeah, like, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like this, is, this is my associate Avdal who I just travel with in crises, and he is yeah. my friend. I've known him for three years. Don't ask questions. I called my wife to lie to her about where I'm going to be. And then I brought this handsome, this- large man with me. <laughs> 
This and is fine and normal. It's yeah, fine. it's Don't close for this like weird family secret that I've got going on, and it's, <laughs> it's an emergency, and he's here, and we're all cool with this. Okay, okay, yeah. mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Joseph, Joe Star family values. Yeah, um, Avdol's great. Yeah. I like Avdol a lot. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's I, like I prefer his manga character design. He's kind of just depicted as level-headed from the beginning. But yeah. I like that in this where he's like. Okay, Joseph, you asked me to get Jotaro out of his jail cell, and I was going to take it easy on him, but he's about to kill me, so I would like to go harder on him if that's cool with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, he's just shit. like that. Like, that is how calm yeah. Avdal yeah. is at all times. Like, Avdal never loses his shit, and in, he's in this very episode, methodical. Once, eh, once, he, once he gets all mixed up with the, with the boys later on, well, it's all out the window. And so Avdal has this has this evil spirit as well. It's called um, Magician's, Magician's Red. Red. It's a, it's, it's like it's a, a furry. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's a bird furry. It's a bird furry. Yeah. yeah. It's a bird, but drawn it's a, like. It's not the kind it's that drawn you like, like, right? No. No, no. This, Magician's Red is drawn like Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. <laughs> but like sexy Foghorn yeah, Leghorn. With muscly Foghorn yeah, Leghorn. With like. Who shoots fire. Yeah. With like fire, like just barely veiling his genital area. <laughs> And like Jojo Dick watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering like if he has a human dick. I think he, a... he has a cloaca. He has a furry cloaca. Like, does it have fur on it? Yeah. Why? He's no, no, a bird. No, 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 it's furry in the furry sense, oh, okay. not not in the literal sense. So it's like part of a suit. It's like a cartoon okay. cloaca. Yeah, like, I don't want to know what a cartoon cloaca looks like. Well, you could Google it. I'm sure it. I could figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. But I won't be doing that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was surprised. I didn't remember how close uh, it gets to showing magician red, magician's red's dick. So we have this fight between. We had the fight. We established that it's not an evil spirit. So Jotaro is not possessed, or at least he's not possessed by this. Uh, <laughs> right. He's possessed by you know his his, his own inner demons. <laughs> but he has this thing that is an expression of his own like. Willpower and personality. Sure. And because it's next to you, because it appears next to you. No, it's behind you. Yeah. It, because Whatever. it appears behind you, it's, it's, called, it's called a stand. A stand. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. It's standing there. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nothing else stands. So, stand you know, that's Whatever. It's unique. It's unique feature is that it stands. That's the term. Get used to it. Yep. yep. I remember when this was introduced, I was like, this is the most bullshit thing. Me too. I was like, this is dumb. It's just a persona. And then I realized that, of course, no, actually, personas are just stands. Yeah. But uh, I was just like, this feels like weird Pokemon. Yeah, um, but it And does, it kind of is at the start. Yeah, and in Stardust Crusaders, like, the stands are not particularly interesting. Like, there are some that are, like, borderline, like, they're almost interesting, but then... After Stardust Crusaders, stands become fucking awesome. Yeah, but also I'll, the designs are really good. Yes, the stands are, it's an opportunity to have two character designs for each character. Yeah. You have the design for the human and you have the design for their stand. Yeah. So one of the things that gets established about stands is that if you don't possess a stand yourself, you cannot see stands. Right. Yes. So the policemen can't see, when they see, um, uh, Jotaro's stand picking things up and moving it around. It just looks like psychic powers yeah. are like, like it's like telekinesis. Or a ghost. This actually causes a minor mystery to happen, which is that Holly can see the stand and Joseph is surprised. He's like, oh. And uh, and so that sort of like kicks off like, so does Holly have a stand? Right. Then? You know. Yeah. Um, is Holly secretly cool? Yeah. Spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert. No. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. 
a woman's character sucks in a JoJo. Yeah, like, especially in a part an, an three, early JoJo. Two, one, yeah. yeah. The other basic rules of stand. I mean, these don't all get enumerated here, but you can only have one stand per right. person, and if you hit someone's stand, it hurts the person physically. Right, which is why, like, so, you know, Jotaro's stand was choking Abdal's stand, and it was causing Abdal to choke. To, to choke, right. yeah. So they finally get Jotaro out of his cell. They basically just trick because him. He, they yeah, trick him because out of he his cell. leaves it. Yeah, yeah he, he walks out. He chooses to yeah. leave. Because <laughs> so he, midst... he needs to break, he needs to knock some heads around. Yeah, in the, in the midst of the fight, he ends up walking out of the cell, at which point Abdal stops fighting him. Yeah. Joseph is like, see, you don't have to keep researching inside your cell like we you can do this like elsewhere so they all go out to eat and joseph explains <laughs> that dio's back uh which we all explained at the top of the hour and here's your family history there was this guy have you ever looked really closely at like your own back well, somehow well, first <laughs> first he's like so here's this guy and he did this thing and we are fated to fight him. And then Jotaro Kujo does the most teenage thing in the world, which is rolls his eyes and like throws his arm over the back of a chair. And it's like, Ugh. it's like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Just like, Ugh. but like, just he just like completely turns around in his chair and it's just like, and, and Joseph is like, what is that face? What does that even mean? And, and Jotaro says, that face means that was so stupid. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and, and that is the moment that I was like, this is my guy. This is my this is my Joe Star. I really like that he's not bought in. Like he gets the pitch, he gets the whole myth, and he's like, "This, this is stupid. This is stupid." <laughs> uh, I don't know why that that like really rings the bell for me, but I really enjoy that. Well, and so then it's time for uh, the great retconning. Yes. yes, another great retconning. This episode also ends with a great retcon. Yeah, which but, is but... yeah, uh, we learned that actually the whole time nobody has noticed somehow. <laughs> These enormous pink star birthmarks that all the Joe Star line have. Well, you can't see it. Okay, but you can see it on the back of your shoulder blade. Yeah, who would ever look there? Yeah, uh, it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's uh, it's not in the manga until this uh, until this arc, but it is in the anime. They did a good job. It you can see it once in Phantom Blood Mm -hmm. um, during the uh, Tarkus fight in that weird like arena thing yep arena <laughs> um and you can see it at some point yeah it's like once tendency. in it's once in both yeah. arcs yeah um just gotta like work that right in there but yeah so, so another for the nerds who now. would be like no yeah and the way that we the reason why this is relevant is because we get to also see joseph's stand yes which yes. has inherited um the properties of hammond in that it is also a plot stand. Right. So, <laughs> so it, it, just, it just does plot things. Plot. And so uh, this is where Joseph is like, here's my stand. I can make spirit visions with a camera. And he pulls out like a top of the line, like like Polaroid for eight, 1988, and puts it on the table and just smashes it with his with his Fist, hand. And you yeah. see and you see like little um, thorns, like purple thorns coming out. This is his stand. His stand is called Hermit Purple. They're all named after Tarot, Tarot Major um, Arcana. Yes. In- Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. Too bad every time I use it, I have to smash a 30,000 yen camera. It's like, what? <laughs> anyway, every time I see that scene, I crack it's, up. It's, it's great. so good. So then we- Poor speed wagon. We get- we <laughs> Foundation get this, employees uh, just doing their fucking accounting at the end of the month. 
2023 cameras. Joestar has a camera habit. Yeah, <laughs> him just like mailing in receipts and just being like, that's all cameras. Um, like, so, so then we see the photo and there's a lot of suspense with it. And it turns out that it is a sext from Dio, mm-hmm. a yeah. spirit sext. Uh, just of his naked ass back. I, I love, I love Joseph's um, comment, which is that. Every time I do one of these, it's always Dio. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's never not Dio it's, in his in his spirit photos. It's always Dio sexting him. Yeah. It's literally blowing up his camera. Dio yeah. sexting him from beyond the grave. Um, like. Yeah, and it's like, and yet you and I both in our notes are just like, it's the plot stand, and I'm like ancestral sext. Like it's just that's, yep. that's yeah. all it is. But but part of this is that you see this picture of Dio, and you can see that he has the Joe Star birthmark, which proves that. He he did graft his head onto right. Jonathan's So body. the major, major retcon is yeah. loop is completed. We now know that what actually happened on that fateful boat was that Dio succeeded and grafted his head onto Jonathan's body. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk for a second about how iconic Jotaro and his stand are like throughout the rest of anime though. Like just like, Jotaro, like, because we've mentioned like Aura, Aura, Aura. And yeah. So, like, that is what Jotaro slash Star Platinum yell when they do a punch. When they do a punch. And that's like his signature move. The same yeah, with like Magician's Red does and like it's weird. parodied in like all sorts of other anime culture stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, for as much as we're like, oh, and this is a thing now, it's like, it's a. It's yeah, like a Stardust Crusaders thing. is apparently, for some fucking reason, <laughs> the most popular arc of JoJo's. Um, and I think that's probably because, no offense, Stardust Crusader lovers, but like I think it's like the lowest barrier to entry. Like it's the it's most, for basic it's the most mainstream. Yeah, it's for basic bitches. As a result, um, part three has more adaptations yeah. by far than any other part of jojo's yeah this is the part that got like the ova in the 90s mm-hmm. OVA series and it has multiple video games dedicated just to this part life-size statues of jotaro kujo <laughs> yeah. if you go to an anime con probably the most common cosplay is going to be part three jotaro like which makes me very happy yeah. every time i see it <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but yeah, so Dio is alive. We get a little tiny snippet of Dio wandering around his mansion because he's like, I felt it again. I felt someone, it was like someone was looking at me. Taking a nude. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph's stand is sent nudes, the stand. Yeah. Dio send nudes. <laughs> and, and he Dio, has other powers later. But, but yeah. right now, but it's that's all he's doing. Nudes. But can you imagine he's been doing that, apparently? Yeah, for a year. Yeah, Joseph has like a stack <laughs> of, of Dio nudes. Also, yeah. how did Joseph find out? Out that he needed to smash an expensive camera to use his power. Was he been smashing other things? Was he, he got just, drunk and he was just like, oh. Was he fighting with smash. Susie? Yeah, so, it was, so like, his first smash. one was a drunk sex and that yeah. and that opened yeah. the And then he was gates. just like, does he just like drive to break a TV? Do I have to? Yeah. Maybe it was like, like, oh God, anyway. But he does, uh, but he does break a TV uh, later on yeah. too. Like, but that's for it's, different. Right, but it's, yeah. it's consumer electronics yeah, generally. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. It's a very Japanese stand, it which is weird considering how much he hates Japan. But I think it's, it's, fitting um good good irony so he so yeah dio is just like keeps getting this sense so it's like he's connected through his new body to the joestar family and so he doesn't like that feeling which again i I relate like you know if someone's taking creepy pictures of you maybe Mm -hmm. you should wipe them out right and so and so he has this little monologue at the end about where he's like well 
I guess this is just one of those destiny things. Uh, I have all these advantages that come with this body, and it's only natural that like I get to have Jonathan's dick, right? But but it's only natural (laughs) that that would also come with disadvantages. Like Jotaro Kujo might come come and try and fucking kill me. But yeah, and I love that he's just like this. Must be Jonathan's children. Yeah. Guess I gotta wipe him out, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. your ex's kids. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't want the stepkids. He's <laughs> yeah. not into that. So yeah, um, but yeah, so like this episode opens and closes on the the two big retcons of the season. Well, two of the three. The other one's right in the middle, Listen. which is stands. So stands exist. That is the opening of Stardust Crusaders. Yep, and this is one of those episodes because it's the first episode. They had to pack so much in that there's. I mean, there's usually no opening credits, but there's also no closing yeah. credits in this one. Either. Yeah, they just, just like talk. They right just over go it. all the way to the end. Yeah. So, and as as will we right now. Haha. Yes. Abrupt stop to this podcast. Bye. Bye. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that I, Courtney, would leave for Jotaro. 